town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. All right, here we go again with Common Folk. Yes, sir. Back at it. Back at it. I'm a little tired, guys. Wake up. Jeez, let's go. We had a late <laughs> night. Andy, we went to the Titans game against Casey. And you were saying the Chiefs fans were kind of welcoming? They weren't They weren't. They weren't too bad, they honestly. They were bad. razzing us because we, well, mm-hmm. we were on the Titans side wearing blue. Joel, our son's big Titan fan. We used to live in Tennessee. Never saw him there. Mm-hmm. They were good to us. I mean, yeah. it was fun. There was enough people in blue uh-huh. that we could high five and be like, "Yeah, tighten up." Okay. Know, or all these things. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Like they, like all these Titan people would walk up to you. Titan uh, yeah. was it? Tighten up is that what they said? Tighten, tighten up. Was that yeah? Thing? Tighten, tighten up. up. Yeah. yeah, and right then you like fist and pound bump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, there's some big ones out there. For me, like I'm a Chicago Bears fan, so it's bear down. Like okay, told, oh, a, told a guy yeah. at Sam's Club earlier today. He was wearing a really cool. He was an older gentleman wearing a really cool retro, those jackets, you yeah. know, that, that, that button up, oh, you know, okay. and you, you could tell it was an original. Like, this is from the 70s or 80s. And I just said, bear down. He looks at me, bear down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So we didn't get in until late because it was a Sunday night late game. Yeah. And uh, we tailgated and had a good time. It was fun, yeah. Yeah, they were, like you said, um, the fans were super cool. Yeah. I see, mean, obviously, we grew up see. around here. Everyone around what here. Do you got? I can see you got something. I, I just think there's been there's a been a definite shift in the fan base because uh, because I've been to a lot of Chiefs games. Okay. Um, and back when they were striving to be better, to be mm-hmm. great. Well, now they're the standard. Like you, no one would be surprised if they'd go to the Super Bowl again. Yeah. Um, but back when they were kind of on an even playing field, uh, those fans would get after you because I would always take a, a buddy. Um, whether it be from high school or college, and every freaking time they'd be wearing the opposing team's jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would get harassed like no other. Really? I mean, and I think some of it has to do with the Titans. Like, well, we're not, like yeah. you said, not too threatened by them. Uh, probably the worst one be. ever was uh, one of their rivals, the Raiders. Like, And that's that's a kind of a heated. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're in the rough. same conference, yeah. Uh, but I'll never forget it. We saw Jerry Rice. Catch mm-hmm. one of his last touchdowns ever, and we were in this we were in this uh, suite, this box, and one of our guys was wearing a Raiders jersey, and he stood up and goes, "Yeah!" And the guy that was kind of running the box goes, "I'm sorry, sir, you're gonna have to leave." Oh, <laughs> oh no! And he was just joking, but he had him for for a minute. It was pretty funny. So it kind of freaked me out. A few people were saying that KC fans were gonna be. Yeah. Pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. And so I had said it out loud to Joel. I was like, I hope we don't get jumped. Like kind of jokingly. Yeah, and he, you got I, him worked up. And I got him worked up. Yeah. He said it a couple of times. Do you think we should just like cover up? Do you think we're going to get jumped? I'm like, man, nah. nah. Like, no. I mean, your dad's here. Like, we'll even, be okay. <laughs> even at the the height or whatever of it all, you know, I think Kansas City is a pretty good place to go yeah. to an NFL game. Um, I And when you hear those bad stories – it's always in towns for some reason where something really bad happens. It's like San Francisco. Like there's been a couple really bad ones where San Francisco Giants fans beat somebody almost to death or to death. Mm. Like, oh my god! That happens in those type of cities. Yeah. 
not in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, you know, not in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. You know, there's there's still some humanity there. Yeah. For sure. And people were like we said, I mean, people were totally cool. We were we were in like what were we in the tenth row? Yeah. And uh Joel wanted to walk down and see the team, so he mm-hmm. did. And um, there was a lady down there who was a season ticket holder, and she was a Chiefs fan, wasn't she? Chiefs fan. So mm-hmm. she was full on Chiefs, and he was in his gear, Morgan was in the gear, whatever. And she was like, "Come on, get up here, check them out," That's you know. Cool. She said cool. her dad had those tickets for thirty eight years, yeah. and so they're front row, and so he yeah. just watched them warm up and pra- oh man, he was he just loved like it, yeah. loved it. The Chiefs game is probably about as close as you could get as far as the tailgating, the fan base, mm-hmm. the passionate fan base, as you'll get to like a college, like a rabid college fan base okay uh and it's funny i just had a meeting earlier today with the a gal that relocated from seattle to omaha and she's like man i've been to a lot of seahawks games and even when we won the super bowl like the parade was yeah you guys you're a losing team and i've been to the last three husker home games it's crazy it's insane it's so much fun like people are everywhere and they're nice like yeah i know it's it's crazy. <laughs> he does talk about the Huskers, though. He hasn't been to a Husker game. I, we do need to get we'll into that, check too. That out, yeah. Yeah. We'll and get him. We'll so get throughout teams. the game, we were sitting there. We're watching the game. Um, we were in the middle of Chiefs fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. Chiefs fans everywhere. All you see is red. And uh, people are razzing Joel a little bit because he's got the jersey on, the Derrick sure, Henry that's jersey. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. And, uh, and, and the Titans went ahead for a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was, he was standing tall, you know, <laughs> and people are looking back at him like, we're coming after you, man, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it was a cool, cool uh, series of events for him. Yeah. Um, but then at the end, so it, it all happened. Chiefs end up winning. It was crazy. Overtime. I don't know if you, did you watch the game? Yeah, Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, did we watch it? WTL, man. Right, right, right. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was wild. Um, so we're sitting there clearing out afterwards, and then we end up talking to these folks who were like, Two rows down from us, yeah. Who were giving Joel crap, you mm-hmm. know, during the game? Younger, a uh, couple of people, whatever. And uh, they know the dudes from Upstream Farms. Oh wow! So we're we're right yeah. there, Jeez. you know, talking to them. Uh, they Crazy. know Matt and Joe and Emmy from uh, Spalding. Is that what they? I said? think that's where they were. Okay. They they were from Spalding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like but, town of 400 or yeah, something, she said. Yeah. I was yeah, like, what? Yeah. Back in my day, because it would be at a lot of track meets that I'd be at competing, that was the rowdy tent. You know how each high school oh, has a tent? The really? Spalding tents. Yeah. I don't know if it's that way anymore. That was a long time ago, of course. Well, but, if these two yeah. are indicative of Spalding, <laughs> I would say probably. Yeah. He said he was a teacher, <laughs> and man, he was having fun. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like the teachers, yeah, you got to watch out for them. <laughs> I hope I hope they listen to this because we told them we were like yeah we swapped numbers because we got to yeah. chat and we were like that's great because they somehow they started talking about Albion and we were like yeah we get our beef from some guys in Albion and then we got to talking about the upstream guys <laughs> and then they knew them and uh, the upstream guys have a a band okay so they were talking about their band and some different events they've been to and whatever and we told them about the podcast and yeah check it out you know and they were like yeah that's great and All yeah right. shout so out crazy. Spalding crazy All right. yeah. yeah there we go small world so yeah anyways. All it was, it was a tailgating. good go. weekend, so I'm Ooh. tired, Yeah, you know, but I Whoops. guess I'll sit here with you guys. I got one really Whatever. fun story from uh, <laughs> the Chiefs game where it was the best razzing I've ever seen, ever. Like, just in your face, uh, let's let's go, boys. But it was, uh, it was the Patriots back right when their dynasty was kind of starting, and they'd already had a couple Super Bowls under their belts. And Chiefs were hosting them. 
And it ended up being one of Tom Brady's worst games of his career. Like, it's kind of fun for me to say, I was at a game, (laughs) yeah, where Tom, uh, he threw four interceptions. A guy from Nebraska actually had a pick six on him, Eric Warfield. Hmm. So it was a phenomenal game, a lot of fun to be with. But these group of four guys all wearing uh, Chiefs jerseys were all walking around the stadium, and one of them was wearing a Teddy Bruschi jersey. Now, Teddy Bruschi wasn't playing that season because he just had open-heart surgery, and he was in recovery. Okay. <laughs> so, you had, so you had this group of Patriots guys, you know, four guys, you know, right, walking. And then you had a group of Chiefs fans walking. It looked like mirror images, just different jerseys. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is going to be good, you know, because they were both being loud. And they just started jawing at each other, and they're like, blah, 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 blah. And, of course, uh, the Patriot response was, Four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, <laughs> <laughs> and then the and they're just barking, you know, like dogs, mm-hmm, like when you go out, take mm-hmm. a dog on a walk, yes. and they just bark at each other, and then it's done. Uh, and then when they get face to face, the Chiefs fan has come back to four Super Bowls, four rings, buddy. He goes, Brewski sucks. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's <laughs> almost dead. Like he's in recovery. You can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah. But then they walk past each other, and then there was just quiet, and everyone just went back to it. And that was that. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you one thing. Like, that was hilarious. We've never been to an NFL game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, football parties and stuff like that, hanging out, drinking beers, these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. The amount of beer that's consumed. Oh wow! At yeah. an NFL game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> it was so obvious. Yeah. As you kind of started getting like past the first quarter into the second half, mm-hmm. it, like that everything was kind of going downhill with the <laughs> mentality of the people. Like, they started getting louder. They were yep. yelling more. Yep. They were hollering, throwing shit. It was crazy. And they don't mess around with, uh, like, th- these beers we have here, 12 ounces. No. No. Tall boys. Big boys. Yep. yep. 24 yep. ounces, 16 yep. ounces, maybe, if it's, like, a, yep. a specialty craft yep. beer or something. And yeah. we, I mean, we had our portion for sure. But oh, yeah. It was just funny to see. So, uh, and now, now uh, some companies are even getting out in front of that. Um, Carolina uh, has a, a newer stadium, and they just have trucks back up to it that that are just full of beer, just mm. big old vats of beer, mm-hmm. and they just plug into the side, and they just have a pipe system throughout the stadium. <laughs> they don't even wheel in kegs. They don't even bring in cans. Serious? Yeah, they just, just have a- can, Just big old tanks in yep, there. Yep, just- Plug it in and pop it throughout the stadium. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I had gotten the app, and it said, we didn't do it, that you could order from your seat, and they'd bring it to you. Oh, wow. But I was like, no one did that because they Hmm. had enough people walking up and down the aisles. plenty plenty options. They make sure you're tuned in. Yeah, yeah, for the drinks. So Yeah, Yeah, no, it was fun, man. I think you really liked it. He got... uh, he, got a pick he with just the turned twelve. Yep, he got to meet the cheerleaders. That was Very cool. cool. He yep. was digging that. It was. He was already nope. excited before the game started. Now with we just got to get him to a Husker game. Yeah. yeah. All right, we yeah. can do this. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Cool. So what are we talking about? So here? moving on, uh, real quick, the the reviews and the ratings and stuff, man. That's been so cool again to see the the ratings that people are doing, like going on and, and clicking the stars. Yeah. We're getting a ton of that. That's awesome. That's yeah, that's fantastic. And it, and it's all been great. So it's cool to see that people love this um, or enjoying it in one way or another. We definitely need to get some more of those like personal reviews. So if you get the opportunity, man, if you get the time, if you have an Apple phone or whatever mm-hmm. you're using, which most people do, I mean that's a reality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get on there and and do a do a quick review. Let us know what you think. 
And again, shoot us a message, ben at farmfocusedfocused.com. If you get on and do any of that, so we will shoot you a shirt or a hat or whatever you'd prefer. And I know you follow through with it because my brother ran into a guy wearing (laughs) the T-shirt at the last Husker game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fun. Isn't that wild? 100%, yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to touch on that real quick. Thank you guys so much for that and the support. It's been fun. Um, And we're going to keep doing it. So one of the things that I was hearing about over the last couple of weeks, and I guess we've been hearing about it for a while now, but I've heard Mm -hmm. a couple of people talking about it is in general, um, you know, customer service. Customer service is the term. Uh, we, we all interact day-to-day with some kind of place that we're purchasing things from. Mm-hmm. And it's changed so much. Um, you know, if you go somewhere, if you're buying online, if you're, um, you know, Amazon obviously is a huge thing. Walmart.com is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. You know, everything they're doing with that, visiting the malls, um, you know, hitting the grocery store, things like, um, what you experience in your house with your, your cable company, your internet company, your cell phone company, all these kinds Mm -hmm. of things. So I wanted to touch on a little bit like your guys' experiences and, and mine as well with, customer service and are we are we really getting what we expect to be getting uh, you know for the prices that we're paying mm-hmm. are we satisfied really is the bottom line and what has happened with uh you know the old school what they would call like the mom and pops mm-hmm. uh compared to more modern day convenience what are we sacrificing what are we missing out on right um that's kind of where my head's at and a little something i want to talk about for you know, a half an hour or so. Okay. Well, uh, there's a lot of different ways that could go, Yeah. you know, and I, I think a lot of it is product, uh, maybe not driven, but specific. So if you're talking about a cable provider or a phone provider, which my father was um, the general manager of a small town phone provider for a number of years, um, and that that industry was, I mean, it's still changing at the speed of light. Mm-hmm. You know, it it went from just a simple phone line to internet to, well, more than internet. Now we need fiber buried, yep. you know, uh, and then all the different types of services uh, that go along with that and people's expectations. And then, okay, now that you have uh, fiber buried next to your phone line or that's taking the place of your phone line, well, now you can do I, what's called IPTV. You know, so now you're, a lot of your phone providers are uh, offering TV. Well, when you do that, now now there's an expectation, right, of uh, uh, your your service, what what you're going to provide, a 200-channel package, a 400-channel pa- package, pay-per-view. Um, and then if something goes wrong, you know, what services are going to be provided? Mm-hmm. I, I think you touch on it a little bit there that, it, it like, it got ridiculous. It was like... 200 channels, 400 channels, whatever. Yeah. How many people went through that many channels? I mean, everyone had like... But that's like the basic, the basic 250. But, that's the small one. But everyone only had like six that mm-hmm. they actually watched, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, at the time. And uh, it's curious to me what you were talking about in the small town like that. And I don't know if you know this or not. This might be a better question for your dad. But if somebody had an issue, had a concern, needed help, mm-hmm. some technical assistance, whatever... Were they able to call and like work directly with somebody in that small town or, or, or whoever that company was that was providing that? No, so that's a great question, but the, your short answer is yes. 
and more than likely they would know the guy that's going to be out there. Mm-hmm. And when they called the office, they're going to know the gal that picked up the phone, yeah. you know, and they can actually give them a breakdown of what's happening and what's going on. And, um, and what was really cool for me was uh, growing up in the small town of Lynch, um, I got to see dad work all the way up through it. So I can vividly remember when I was really little, dad was down in a ditch with a spade digging for one of these phone lines, you know, a cat corner across the street from our house in town. We lived in town. And the general manager at the time was up on top of the tractor, you know, looking mm-hmm. down at my dad, mm-hmm. you know, pushing the idiot stick, you right. know, you know, digging. Um, and then by the time he retired, I mean, he moved into such a position, he wasn't even out on the tractor anymore. He was just always in the office, going to functions, things of that nature. So that was really cool. And that's also another thing where if you're dealing with a small company like that, there is opportunity. If you're just a, uh, let's say, a lineman for one of the bigger companies, even mm-hmm. in this area, man, you know where your glass ceiling is. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, you're, you're just kind of punching a clock. Uh, the same, I'm not saying the opportunities aren't there to grow, um, but you would have to do, you'd have to go about it in a much different manner, you know, and you'd have to find time to basically not do your job and do these social functions within the company, you know, and that's not really what you were hired to do. But like where my dad was, uh, I mean, it was just a natural progression. You start here, you stick with it, you keep working, yeah. you know, you make some moves here and there and, you know, you climb the ladder. So for me, you know, for the pr- purposes of this conversation, we talk about something like that, that you guys were able to experience in the small town. And you guys were probably lucky that you had access to those kinds of things. Oh yeah. Uh, because a lot of small towns wouldn't even have that. So somebody had made the decision right. to bring that in, work on the infrastructure, have the payroll, yeah, those yeah. kinds of things. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, on the flip side of that, you know, you get to bigger towns. So we spent almost 10 years um, traveling around the country, working for a corporation that was moving us. Mm-hmm. And so we would go to a new city and it was always bigger cities and we'd buy a house and we'd have to set up all of the utilities and all the kinds of things. Sure. And it was always the same companies. Like they had a different name, but they all acted the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you wanted to talk to somebody or get a hold of somebody and try to do something – Forget about it, dude. Yeah, no. Like as far as like the internet and and the cable would go, I feel like the way that those companies have handled that, you know, and this theme here is customer service, Mm -hmm. had handled that customer service is the reason why so many people moved away from it and that they've they've basically lost their business. Like cable and satellite has almost become non-existent. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, the term was cut the cord. We cut the cord long time 15 years ago yeah i mean we haven't had cable or satellite since then and that's a result of this really poor customer service because here's here's the thing and there's a bunch of companies that do this that i'm going to talk about uh you get you know you go and you sign up okay i want cable i want 150 channels or whatever the thing is whatever Uh the package is all right great uh 39.99 a month but then after six months, it's going to go to sixty nine ninety nine, and then after twelve months, oh, it's going to yeah, go to yeah. one twenty nine ninety nine. But don't worry about that because you know it's right now. It's only thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, fine, whatever. Sign me up. You don't, you don't have a choice, right? You had no one else. There's to, two providers, and they're offering the same thing. Yeah. If there's yeah. two, yeah. if there's two, there's yep. usually not. Mm-hmm. So you do it, and then if you're savvy enough to stay on top of it, 
six months later, when your bill doubles, mm-hmm. you call them and you go, man, you know, I'm, I'm going to cancel. Like, I don't like this. I'm going to switch. So it's, it, let's say it's cable. I'm mm-hmm. going to switch to satellite. So you ha- you have that option. You, mm-hmm. you can pin those against each other. Yeah. Well, hold on, sir. Let me see. I, wait. Oh, oh yeah. it looks like there's another sale. It looks like yeah. I got this package yeah. I can, I can yeah. sign you up for. So as long as you stay on top of that, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing ever, dude. Like it, like it, 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 it paints this picture for the consumer of, I'm going to take advantage of you as long as you don't watch me. Yeah. And if, if you want to be a jerk, we'll come around. Because we, yeah. we've run the analytics. We understand that it costs X amount of dollars to get a new customer compared to just keeping an old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they have that all figured out. And it, and what's unfortunate is the person you're talking to on the phone, it's not their fault. No. You know, you're right. And yeah. you can't yeah. take it out on them. They're and just in a call center somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. you don't, you don't yeah. even feel good after you do, you yeah. know, and you're not going to accomplish anything. Uh, and I didn't mean to steer this towards the communications or cable TV, but it, it's a big part of it. Yeah. It reminds me of a, uh, when I was in school at Peru State down the road here, um, there was only one provider, right, <laughs> for uh, for telephone and cable TV. And I think at the time, uh, don't quote me, but I think it was a company by the name of Altel. They got bought, they got sold, they got bought, they mm-hmm. sold, and yeah. whatever. That's been dead for years now. Um, but they had a little office in downtown Nebraska City. And that the door was never open, that you could never walk in there. And in fact... Uh, they didn't. You couldn't even call anybody there. The only business that you couldn't call and talk to somebody that didn't have an in-town phone number was the phone company. Oh my god! How stupid! <laughs> like that's right. There's a red flag. Like, yeah. what? What are we doing here? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and yeah, they've been bought and sold, and there's a lot of factors that go into that. But, I mean, that just screams. Here in Nebraska City, you're gonna buy this phone package. You're gonna buy this cable package, and that's that. Throughout my life, I've had, or, or throughout my um, life as a family man, I've had uh, probably three or four different things that it's worked that way that you always have to stay on top of. And it's your your cable provider. Mm-hmm. It's your internet provider. It's, uh, it's something like your satellite radio on your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've always drove Chevys, and it's the OnStar. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you've got you've got these things that it's it's the same game. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's it's eight ninety nine a month, but then six months later it's thirty eight ninety nine a month. And they'll just slide it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you as long as you stay on top of them, you can keep the price down. But that's the BS part about it. Mm-hmm. You know that me, that I as the consumer, you're not going to give me your best price up front. Right. Um, the other thing would be. Um, which it doesn't change that way, but same kind of idea is the cell phone company. So we all have cell phones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the pricing for those kinds of things and, mm-hmm. and the kind of control that they can leverage, mm-hmm. you know, we get stuck in it. And if you've got something that you want done that you need help with, oh, my God, what a nightmare. Like, I yeah. mean, that's exactly what I was thinking of. You're on the phone with them for hours. Hours. Or you it's, need a new phone. It's just like mm-hmm. you wait till the last second because you don't want to call yeah. and deal with customer service. You wait until you it's absolutely have to do it. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You know, or you go yeah. into the service center and they're just a little satellite thing, but they're not actually corporate oh, affiliated. And they're like, wait, but you got to do this and you should be doing this. And oh, my God. That's uh, another one. Like you said, yeah. you, you go oh, in. So that. you see oh, like God. it doesn't matter what company it is. They're all yeah. the same. Yep. You see a little store in a strip mall and yeah. you're like, oh, I could go in there and talk to somebody. So you go in there and then you start talking about these things and they're like, oh, but you know, we're not 
actually XYZ company. We're we're an independent that we just sell mm-hmm. stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Oh but but we got the big sign on the door. It it's a freaking mm-hmm. nightmare, dude. Yeah. Every time. Last time I had to go and get this new phone, uh, they were a step above just that. This was one of what everyone called certified centers for a mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the same thing though. Well, you have to do that. I'm like, no, I'm here, so you do it. I'm we're doing these phones are nine hundred dollars now, so and you just add non death by a thousand cuts, right? We mm-hmm. just add four dollars to your mm-hmm. monthly thing. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, and now it's getting out of hand. But anyway, uh so he's like, Well you gotta log into your account. I'm like, I don't I don't even know I have an account. Right. Okay. So you log in, you do it. And we couldn't figure out my password, and so he kept making me one and trying to make me log into it, and I kept fudging it up. And finally, he's like, "Just have your wife do it this time." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And we finally got it sorted out. So, because my only request was, all these contacts in this old phone, put them onto this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the, the 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 dog and pony, and I need to do this, and we're gonna up it to that. But do it. That's why we're here, to do it. We're here to buy two new phones, up our coverage or whatever you're calling it. Please just do it. Here's my money. And, I mean, like you're saying, it was like pulling teeth. It was unbelievable. And I think we feel like, you know, we go in there and the phone's a 1000 bucks. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we're, we are giving you a $1,000. Mm-hmm. But I bet if we knew the backside of those little stores, like – that $1,000 purchase probably made that particular store like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, I don't really care. Like all, all I care about is checking this box so that the company will yeah. pay me. And unfortunately, and I think we're starting to see changes across the board here, but you hear the term necessary evil. We're figuring out it's not so necessary. I, it really, to me, strikes a chord that these darn things are made overseas um, and basically at – you could call them slave camps. I mean, you're making kids work for a nickel an hour or less. You know, like, doesn't that make you sick? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's getting fat and happy off of that. And it's not the workers, and it's definitely not me. Right. Well, it's gotten to the point where, like, we can't operate without them, you know? So you, I know. You have to you have to deal with that crap. Well, that's where I'm going with it. I, I think you're, you're, you're starting to see a lot of individuals, especially over what's happened the last couple of years and the supply chain I- issues, it's like, well, it's just the new norm. No, it's not. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. We lost a lot of manufacturing because we just kind of signed off on it. It's like, yeah, I enjoy a cheap phone. You know what I do? Well, now it's not cheap anymore. And now that I couldn't even get it when I needed it, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was. Um, so you're starting to see manufacturing come back. You're starting to see a lot more American-made products. You're starting to see people put their foot down and say up front, I am willing to pay more and maybe have to travel a town over to buy it here, buy it there, or whatever. But I want that service, and I also want something that's you're, you, you feel good about buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you do, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, so with our phones um, and us running a business, you know, we set up this business account. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they say, oh, you get all these perks, you know, blah, blah, you get this contact, all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And we work with a company that uh, the the name starts with V and rhymes with Horizon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you know, you can come to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, know, got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Come to terms. Is that yeah. company B? Like I was talking about company A, you got company B. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and there's this dude that's like assigned to our account and he's like the go-to. I've tried to contact this guy like six or eight times. My phone has been 
getting its ass kicked for the last three or four months, and I can't get anything out of him. Hmm. And then I so then I go to the the, the corporate affiliate store. Mm. They can't do anything for no. me. They got a bunch of stupid no. programs that yep. doesn't no. work. Mm. It's just it's such a mess. It sucks. The point is we're talking about customer service and why can't why can't these places figure this thing out? Is it so, because they're too big? That's that's maybe. what I always think. Yeah, honestly, might be. Might be. I, I really I mean, go back I, I, to I, that. I think there's I think there's something to when mm. a company gets to a certain size that the people who have the vision and understand how everything should work lose touch. Like they can't Absolutely. because there's nothing they can do. Uh, yeah. Well, I I think there's a lot of really big companies out there that do a phenomenal job with service, mm-hmm. and that's Ooh, the reason they're I so will, big. I know one. Off the top of my okay, head. Okay, say it, say it. 1-800-CONTACTS. They okay. have absolutely the best customer service. Now, I'll bet you this. I bet they're not publicly traded. Maybe not. And you know That's what the other point. one is? Is Chewy. Really good. Okay, I, I, I'll buy that for a buck. I don't know anything about Chewy, but I bet they're not publicly traded. So what, what I'm getting at here is I think when a company gets to a point where they sign off as a publicly traded company, all bets are off. You think? Now, it, now it's all about just – some of them are just straight up uh, get to a point where they'll have angel investors that will just yeah. gut the company so yeah. they can get as much out in the short term. And then they don't care if oh. that brand dies, if that company dies. So the point is it comes down to what their motivation is. Exactly. Yeah. The company. And yeah. if it does get to that big, that big to where – and they make that decision, I think all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can still – they're so good at marketing. They're so good at advertising. Uh, manipulating you into believing that it's a necessary evil or you need a cell phone to survive, you, all these things, yeah. you know, um, that, that they're still going to be able to be profitable. I think a great example of that, um, and I don't know all the details, but we had talked about this before. We talked about Twitter and Elon Musk because mm-hmm. wasn't Twitter publicly traded? Yes. And based on everything that he's been doing now, he has bought out all of that. He's firing people left and right. And it's back to – being a mm. uh, privately owned company is that I think that's what they were moving it to. Yeah, right? yeah, he owns it. So it's not mm. it's not a stock traded company anymore. So their motivations change from maximizing shareholder value to maximizing customer experience, one and thing, that's two totally different things. Very much so. And so one of the ways to maximize that is uh, you get to sell advertising, right? And you can guarantee, let's say these headphones here, Sony. If Sony wants a Twitter account, a business Twitter account, you tell them, all right, you put a tweet out, we can guarantee 800,000 people will see that. Well, some studies have shown that up to maybe 80% of Twitter users were bots. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So 80% of the people seeing your tweet aren't even people. Wow. You know, so, but that's one of the ways you manipulate and you fudge the numbers, or that's, that's something that a corporation that's publicly traded would do. And, Elon, for as weird and as crazy as he is, so far anyway from what I've seen, when uh, – call it woke, call it liberal, whatever. But when they push back and say, we need to get rid of hate speech, he's like, no, 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 no. Free speech. Stop putting it in a box just because you are offended by it or you don't like it. There, are, there is hate speech out there and there's dangerous messages, right? Um, but he's going to – and he's staying by it. He's going to do his best to allow – everybody's message to be seen, heard on the Twitter platform. I think, again, from a customer standpoint, from a customer service standpoint, you look at things like those bots and whatever that have been allowed to develop. Mm -hmm. They developed because it increased 
profitability. Yes. It increased shareholder value mm-hmm. uh, in in a in a false way because it wasn't sure like it's not it wasn't a real thing, but it did it. Yeah. That's what it did, and that's the motivation every single time because those guys sit down every single quarter and they look at numbers and they go. Mm-hmm. This is this is up. This is up. This is down. Whatever we need to drive this mm-hmm. because we need to make sure that our shareholders are making the most yep. money that they can make. We need to make sure that our stock price is worth right. X. It has it to go. It has up. to go up this yep. percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, back, you know, to a privately owned company, you don't have those motivations. You don't have no. to uh, to meet those numbers. So that that's mm-hmm. that's a great point, and that's a big difference that you see between you know what Morgan was saying. Big companies. There can be big it's companies not, with fantastic yeah. service. It's not necessarily it a big company thing, mm-hmm. but big companies tend to go public, and right. then that's what happens. Yeah, and they're right. still playing off of the service that they had beforehand because this is a, another thing. In order for that company to get to that point, they were doing a lot of things right, mm-hmm. and probably at the mm-hmm. tippy top was service. Yeah. At one point, that's how they got there. Um, but then it, you see that shift when when it. You know, they make that leap. And I'm not on some high sop, uh, soapbox or something here. If if I had the opportunity to sell out, let's say I started making hand soap and I got to a point where it's like, all right, here's your deal. You want to be publicly traded? And let's say it's the $2 billion deal. I'll be like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, depending on how attached I was to that brand or whatever. But it'd be really hard for me and I would probably had to work my whole life to get to a point to where I could sell it like that. But like, who am I to say, like, I wouldn't take the $2 billion, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The money talks, right? Right. And I mean, <laughs> you know, like, it's just an overnight deal like that. Mm-hmm. And your your thought process going into it was like, well, I was making a soap company to make money and be secure my family's future and stuff like this. You know, it wasn't to be the best soap brand ever and to always have great customer service. No, it was... You know, let's be yeah. honest. It was to make a living, and it was to you know maximize your profits. Well, so, and it does depend on those motivations. Yeah, I think for sure, like you know, at, at the at the core of it, it's all about being able to make a living, right? But the motivation that drives it, you know, is mm-hmm. we do want to be the best at this, yep. you know, whatever. And then you get to a point, like you said, where someone comes in and they're like, "Hey, here's hey. a big old paycheck. Yeah. Let me move this." I think there's also another element. Um, uh, you all heard that analogy. The, there's a the first generation plants the seed. The mm-hmm. second generation enjoys the shade under the tree. The third generation cuts the damn tree down. Yep. And there's a company that, that I think a lot of people from Nebraska was always, I mean, loved and proud of Cabela's. Mm, that yep. started as a cat- catalog. They Kids uh, went ahead and made those flies, those fishing flies, in their garage, and they would mail them out to customers. Um, and then this generation, they had they, they lived a way different lifestyle. They were millionaires when they were born. Now they're billionaires. Um, and all they ever wanted to do was to sell out and get out from underneath this. And maybe that, you know, who once again, put in that position, I'm just throwing this company that I have no ties to. I don't, like, I've lived in California. I've lived in Minnesota. Like, I don't even... You know, I don't know yeah. anything about Sydney, Nebraska, or Kearney, Nebraska, and the people that work there. You know, I don't have any ties to that. I, I want to. I just want to make my billion dollars and get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what happened. And you know, now they're just owned by a company that's owned by a company, and like, 
Like I don't, it doesn't matter to me anymore if I'm wearing a Cabela's hat or a Cabela's, you know, hunting vest or something. I think again, from a customer service standpoint, you, you have to dig into what the motivations are of the person that's running that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when it started in the beginning, it was probably somebody, I'm sure we can go out and find the story somewhere. Yep. Oh yeah. You know, a couple of guys that they were like, we want to bring the best products and yep. the coolest service and mm-hmm. fun. And it was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Mail out. Ca- uh, so they yeah. had they had that motivation mm-hmm. and they, uh, and from that motivation comes the fact that you want to service people really well. You have to. So when the motivation changes to, oh, look at this big old beast we got that we can, mm-hmm. you know, grab it and 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 grab that towel and twist it a little bit, get a little more yeah. juice out of it, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Uh, people who weren't there in the beginning, that hap- that's what happens with them. Yeah, as a third generation type deal. Yeah. Um, and you go so then you take that and. What happens? So there's a couple of different things. Some themes that we've talked about on this podcast plenty of times, and we always will, is convenience. Mm -hmm. So you take something like convenience. Mm -hmm. It becomes way more convenient because they can streamline all these processes, which they can lower prices, and they can make availability better. Right. Uh, And But at the sacrifice of what? At the sacrifice of? American-made, American manufacturing, American jobs. Yeah. And customer service. Big time. Uh, so you, you you just you decide. Okay, yep, I'm going to deal with this because I'm going to sacrifice this, and this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's convenience is a huge thing. But you go to um, so con- let's go to convenience. So you talk about Amazon as an example, Walmart as an example. It's super convenient. It's super easy. You can do anything that you want I'll on these platforms. Away. Yeah, it, and yeah. and it's and it's a fair. I, I wouldn't say a fair. It's a it's a cheap price. It's it's easily accessible, but you know, and and Amazon does a, you know, because they're so big, they do a decent job of customer service in terms of like, oh, this was broke or yeah, they don't. This care. wasn't something so I wanted. Yep. Yeah, that kind yep. of thing. Yep. But if you want to actually try to talk to somebody and figure something out, no, forget no. about that. No. Uh, but so you've got that scenario, and then when you go to these. You know what's what's the what's the alternative to that, and that is these independently owned small businesses that are run by somebody local that cares that you go in there and you get the opportunity to talk to them, mm-hmm. or it it could be online businesses as well, independently oh, yeah. owned small time mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. businesses that publish a phone number, and if you call that phone number, somebody answers the phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like oh, that, yeah. you don't see a whole yeah. lot of that anymore, but that is, a, that is a completely different thing. So I was thinking of, I don't know if this is sidetracking, well, not really sidetracking, but of just recently, right? We have a bug service that we pay quarterly. and Like um, an exterminator? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so Ben like can spray or whatever, yeah. but anyways, we've had drain flies and whatever, so they can do this, whatever. So we, the thing is, is like, it's, and, and not to interrupt you, no, you can fine. carry on, but I want to say, you find these people who are experts at what they do. Yeah. They're experts in certain categories. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you talk to them, you feel comfortable with them and you say, Hey, look, uh, I need you to do this for me. Like, yes, I could do this. It's not necessarily about convenience. It's about that you're better than me at this. Mm-hmm. So... 
and and I want to pay you for that, and you seem like a nice person. Let me. You're buying me. more than just a product with a local yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. That bottom line, you're yeah. getting that service. You're, and they want it. They want to make sure they done right by you because they got to live with you. You live in the same community. Mm-hmm. Like, there's also a, a little bit of a balance to that check, right? Yeah, yeah. You, I think so. You buy something local. That means you're going to get the support, and that also means that. They better hold true to it because you're going to see them at the next high school football game. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I also think, so again, then it, I guess I was again. going with that was like I think the book company we use is smaller, but we could be using a smaller company. But sometimes it's who you get on the phone. So mm-hmm. when I called, mm-hmm. anyways, our daughter had found a bug in her bed. She lives in the basement. She oh has a basement bedroom. God. She was freaking out, <laughs> took a picture. It was very blurry. And she thought it was a roach. And I'm like, oh, God, this! how do we have cockroaches? No way. We're not dirty right. people. So <laughs> called them, and they, the lady on the phone was nice, but she was like, well, you know, so it was a Friday. She's like, honestly, we can't get out there until, like, mid to late next week. Okay. And I was like, okay, so the service that we pay for is quarterly, and if we ever see any bugs, they will come out. They've not said how quick they will come out, but normally it's oh, in one to two days, right. whatever. Yeah. And she, I was like, so you're telling me we, I see a bug. We have to wait like a whole nother week. And this is like, in my head, a pretty yeah. big deal, a cockroach. Right, right. She was just like, no, that's, that's as soon as we can do. And so I don't know that I should have done this, but I was like, hey, so you know what? Honestly, there's other bug companies. I'll just go ahead and give them a call. We can just. Quit, yeah, yeah. quit the service and yeah. maybe i shouldn't have said that but it really bothered me that we pay you a decent amount mm-hmm. to come and spray i'm not asking you to come that day you also had a little bit of feeling if you did your job right the first time we probably shouldn't have saw that bug yeah you know what you i mean know, it was like so why am i gonna then have to wait a week mm-hmm. oh so when i say that then she's like well there is a guy out in the area today let me see if we can get him out there and uh. he'll come at the end of his day at five o'clock guess what she calls me back. He can come at five. Hmm. So why do I have to do that? Yeah, you know, well, it again. Yeah. So like sometimes, Squeaky you know, I feel wolves. like Ben and I will say, yeah. you could call the telephone company that mm-hmm. you need your new cell phone for. And it's who yeah. you get. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. and, and who who's working for that company. So that and that could be in reflective, you know, with Farm Focus, too. Like, I mean, we love the people that work for us. But I mean, I guess it, everyone, you know, gives someone grace. It could be a bad day, whatever. But like, God, oh, it's just like, yeah. How hard is customer service to be nice, to maybe go the extra mile? I don't know. This lady literally did not want to work with me No, at it, all. Was, it was late. It was Friday. She wanted to just, you know, get you on to the weekend. She literally you know? was trying to right? just be like, eh, no. <clears throat> Any, anybody who has, who has ever worked directly with uh, the consumer, you know, in, in selling something knows. You know, there's that old adage, the customer is always right. Yeah. And that's not always (laughs) Always the case. Right. I mean, sometimes you got to, you know, I mean, obviously we deal with folks every single day. We deal with hundreds and hundreds of individual folks every single month. Mm -hmm. And things come up, you know? Right. I mean, we mess stuff up. Right. Uh, Every once in a while, you're going to mail something to the wrong address or whatever. Yeah, yeah. put the wrong item yeah. in the – yeah, they, it they, happens. Why they, is there an Avoca, Iowa, right next to Avoca, Nebraska? It is. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> they, as as the consumer, misinterpret things. Uh, they chose not to read something when it was mm-hmm. right there in front of their face. Mm-hmm. You know, they clicked on the wrong thing, whatever. But it, that doesn't matter. 
what matters is that we figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's not anybody's fault. We get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Let's fix it and let's move on and let's be buddies and let's have, uh, you know, a good relationship going forward because you probably want something else. And that's the thing with, you know, the approach to our business is this whole thing about the customer. Honestly, to me, I don't really even like the word customer. Like, I, I feel like that's a really cold, hard word. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like a it's just like a transactional relationship. Yeah, you're a digit. You're yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of disposable, like that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. it's like it's like you just you just showed up. You want to buy something? Okay, fine. Here you go. You're gone. Boom. You were okay. a customer. Yeah. You know, it's just a transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, the way that I look at business is it's it's way more than that. It's a it's a friendship. If you made the choice to come to my website, to my business, mm-hmm. to walk through my front door, to to type in my URL on your mm-hmm. website, then you are just like flirting with the idea of being friends with me and with what I've got going on. Well, they're representing your brand, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, in a, in a, in a way. You yeah. want to yeah. come in. You want to learn more. You want to figure out what are these people about? What, like, how, <clears throat> it, do they have something that I would be proud to to own, you know, mm-hmm. to buy kind mm-hmm. of thing. So at that point, to me, it's like when once you make that decision, then you've decided that you want to be friends with me. Yeah, and you got to treat them as a friend. Yeah. You yeah. take care of them like you'd want to be taken care of. Yeah, right? the like golden your family. Rule, like it's real basic stuff here. Business, yeah. we try to make it so difficult and all this. It's really pretty basic, isn't it? It's very yeah. basic, yeah. And and I get emails, you know, here and there and, and, and uh, messages and so on where people are like, like something happened and they just fly off the handle. They're like, man, you know, this and I, and I ordered six dozen, not and, six. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and, and I, and I just look at it and I'm like, man, okay. All right, buddy. Hey, we messed up uh, yeah, or, yeah. What can we do? or you, you just looked at something <clears throat> wrong. No problem though. Let us get mm-hmm. this straight, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and we always, uh, you know, we've got that phone number. I don't know how many times like Morgan, I'm sure you've run into it where, People will call and they'll be like, I cannot believe that somebody answered this phone. Oh, yeah. Or it could be 530 and maybe I'm here and they're like, oh, someone's still there. I'm like, well, if we're here, we're going to answer the phone. (laughs) It's it's so crazy. You know, when you hear that sometimes you're like, what do you mean? Like other people aren't, other companies aren't doing this? And we know they're not because we've we've dealt with it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we went through a, a list of them and I didn't mean to throw, you know, an outdoor brand under the bus there, but. I was kind of disappointed. Hey, yeah, it is what it is. is. Yeah, but, but that that bug company that's what made me think of it, and then of the customer service thing, and then also customer service with we still bank at a small bank mm-hmm. because we are not just a number. Mm-hmm. I can call our bank and be like, "Hey, Debbie, blah blah blah." She hey, knows who is, we this are. Is Morgan, and she's I don't like, need hey, to up, give Morgan? her my. Bank and, account yeah. number, and you know, and you know Debbie. You yeah, know there's that. Yeah. something yeah. about that yeah. that is very attractive, and I know it's not possible for everybody or in big cities or whatever. But if you can find there, there's something about when they say support small businesses or local or whatever, so, you get good customer yeah. service. Hopefully, but so. what she was talking about there, real quick, Andy. Uh, the trade-off is that you don't again, you don't get the conveniences that you get. So in that scenario, like from a big bank, you yeah, don't get those conveniences. Like sometimes it's hard. We we have to work harder 
in order to do business with them because they don't have all of those things that the, the capital big banks yeah. behind it. Right. Yep. You know. Yeah. But you take that and you go, you know what? It's worth it. You can give them the break. Yeah. Because yeah. when I call, they know who I am. When mm-hmm. I show up at the drive-thru at the bank and I'm dropping off checks that people mm-hmm. have sent for the business mm-hmm. and my dog's sitting next to me, they're like, oh, look at Millie. Here, here's a bone for her. You know what I mean? Like they that know. kind of thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, you, you tr- that's the trade-off. So people have to decide. Again, that convenience over uh, that kind of personalized service, that customer yeah. service. And, and Amazon's done a fantastic job of getting around that where even yesterday, Ashley got two packages from Amazon and goes, well, they're 0 for 2. Oh, and God. The, the packaging was terrible. Like one of them was a light bulb for an aquarium and like it, it might it might have been broke because it was just so poorly packaged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but Amazon doesn't care. If Ashley was to... Um, Call in, email in, and complain. They would just send her a new one. Big whoop. They don't care. Next day. Yeah. Like that. And they're so bad at giving you the wrong products. This happens all the time that there are all these startup companies of Amazon returns. And, and a guy we know has made a, another business out of this where it's like you just pick a box uh, for 50 bucks and you get whatever's in there. We don't know. These are all just Amazon returns that are just taking up containers here, there, wherever. Like it's insane how bad they really are. So what are is it really more convenient? You know, you, yeah. you ordered something and it got there the next day. Great. But it was the wrong damn thing or it was broken. Well, no no worries though. They'll, they'll send it to you another one tomorrow. They'll try it again tomorrow. You know, it's like rinse and repeat. Like – but if you go downtown and you go to that little store, uh, <laughs> you're going to actually touch what you want. You're mm-hmm. going to have it in your hands before mm-hmm. you buy it. Now, they might not have it, so they're going to have to order it, and you're going to have to wait till Tuesday. Oh, my God. But there's your trade-off. Yeah. Exactly. There's your convenience. Yep. And at the end of the day, this is what I want people to think about. Is it that more convenient? That's what we're told. That's what we're sold. That's just how damn good they are at marketing and advertising. It's Painting this picture that Jeff Bezos is so goddamn good at his job and so successful, and he's going to buy an NFL team now because he's so great. Okay, no, he really is. Give him his due, right? He's got more money than God. Um, But how much of that is marketing and painting a picture and making you believe it, and how much of that is real? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and stringing you along. I mean, that reminds me of we tried to get a mask for our son for Halloween and it was like it's coming in two days mm-hmm. kept watching it it's supposed to be delivered mm-hmm. and then the next thing you see it's running late if you don't see this by the next day then it you know it's basically it's not coming so mm-hmm. they're just like stringing you along yeah. it's like okay so I get back on try to order another one I, I mean it's, yeah. Uh, yeah and I think a lot of people don't realize it's a mind what twist. goes on behind the scenes in those kind of organizations because the the company that actually owned that mask, as an example, you know, if we take this scenario, that is actually selling that mask. That's not Amazon selling that mask. Right. You're right. It was some other company selling it. Mm-hmm. So Amazon puts the screws to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're the ones that mm-hmm. sacrifice, not not Amazon. Right. Yeah. No, they're, 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 they're the house. They're still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. You, yeah. And you know this. And they're still getting their $99 a year or whatever, and you're still buying stuff from them and all these kinds of things. It's it's those little guys that are involved in that that are trying to make their yeah. way. Yeah. And, the, and they're being sold on this. You better get on with Amazon. You better help them with the fulfillment. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay, fine. Everyone gets on. But there's a story, and I was going to bring it up anyway, and then you guys, you set it up perfectly, talking about service uh-huh. and answering the phone. So over the weekend, I spent the weekend with 
a friend of ours, friend of the program, the show, Jeff Molinix, a yeah. pop-up blind. Sure, yeah. And that was a big thing he was just hammering, was his customer service. Sure. And how that all, all the products that he uses to make his duck blinds and his hunting blinds, uh-huh. they're made in America, and they're sewn right there in Columbus, Nebraska. Quality second to none, all that. And uh, he was telling me, he goes, man, I want a 50, uh, I got, I, uh, Made a guy 50 bucks because he was telling his hunting buddy that if you call that number right now, Jeff's going to answer it. Jeff or his wife is going to answer the phone. And he goes, oh, bullshit. <laughs> so he calls it and Jeff goes, like on the first ring. And the guy, he goes, well, what do you need? He goes, I can't believe it's you. <laughs> oh, you my know, gosh. That's you, funny. You just cost me 50 bucks. <laughs> Jeff Mullenix with the public. And it's like, he's like, so-and-so told me you'd answer the phone. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. But then we, so I was in Broken Bow at this really cool function called the Nebraska One Box. It's a pheasant hunting thing. They bring in teams from all over the country. They raise money for conservation, scholarships, all sorts of really cool stuff. Check it out if you want to. But uh, uh, we're leaving one of these little gatherings, like a little banquet, and we're going back to the hotel to get ready for this or that, whatever. And someone calls him, and he just stops talking to me. He picks up the phone, and I can tell it's somebody trying to put together one of those blinds mm. to go over top of their boat, mm-hmm. their they duck hunting boat. Yeah. And he got on uh, FaceTime the whole nine yards and just walked it through him, uh, walked him through what they were doing wrong and this and that. And, you know, I could hear the accent. I mean, he was talking from somebody down south, you know, sure. and they, yeah. just, they just couldn't figure out why um, his duck blind wasn't fitting over the boat. So he just straight up explained every little thing to him you know it took about 15 minutes and yeah. like i said got on facetime the whole nine yards it was just amazing because he told us that because we had him on a couple mm-hmm. of podcasts he yeah. told us that he did that yeah and i got to see it firsthand and i mean we were you know they don't need to know this but we already had a couple beers yeah <laughs> but that doesn't matter yeah well jeff had to pull together did he? <laughs> he was like oh god focus <laughs> yeah. but see that reminds me a lot of i mean ben you'll never you don't need to give yourself credit but i will like it's the same with when he tunes i mean we could, mm-hmm. we're going out or going to a family whatever yeah. or someone's sporting whatever and yeah he needs to someone has calling him yep. and he answers it and walks him through it could be 30 minutes but it's like that's yeah. That's what you do. And that's a fantastic point, too, that you made earlier. Like, it doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. Like, most of those pop-up blinds are, are sold online. Okay. But there's it's still a mom-and-pop shop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and a, 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 your typical outdoor sporting goods store couldn't no. even think of offering his blind. Could, no There'd way. be no profit margin. Yeah. There'd be None. nothing. So if and you they go wouldn't in, help him like Jeff could. No. You know what I mean? It no. just wouldn't work. So you, yeah, you have a you have a choice right there. You can spend three hundred ninety nine dollars, whatever it is, four hundred bucks on this little blind, but it's all made in America. Or you can spend ninety nine dollars at this big box store, and the darn thing's made in China. Yep. Like, okay, and then everything that we've already talked about. That's what's behind it. That all comes with it. Yep. Right. Yep. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Ooh, what's that, that? That deserves another one of these blue yummies. Let me see what I got here. Little bush latte. Bush latte. Coors Light. <laughs> Going with the silver bullets. White claw. You know. Are yeah, those do. surfs growing on you? White uh, claw surf. They're okay. I huh? still don't okay. really yeah, love I did them. think it was kind of. Oh, I didn't. I mean, what from what you told me, it sounded like it was kind of weird. They do taste odd. I didn't actually try it. Hmm. But you I, didn't? Oh, I thought you did. Okay. Oh, no, I don't drink those. Hey, a little oh, shout right. out talking local and stuff. I saw Nebraska Brewing Company there. Seltzers won some awards. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, the yeah. ones that I can't ever get the sell to. Yeah, <laughs> it, it makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I th- I guess yeah. Those are the things that I was thinking of with customer service. I mean, this could, like you said earlier, go down so many different avenues and mm-hmm. and whatever. But I think it there's a lot of things that go into it, and who doesn't want to be treated right? Um, I think it's a really neat time in American culture or history where I think we're starting to see the wheel turn back to places like your guys' company, Farm Focus. People want to deal with Ben and you, Morgan, rather than just getting online and blindly ordering some cheap freaking T-shirts or hats or whatever. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, no, I totally agree. And I think that, uh, and it's, it's great to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that people realize, you know, when they make the phone call, when they deal with companies like ours or, or some of these other ones that we spoke about, when they get somebody on the phone and and they realize, because what it comes down to is what's the what's the people's motivation? We've already talked about this. Yeah. Is the motivation to be maximizing shareholder value, to be making as much mm-hmm. money as possible? For us, and, and a lot of these companies that we talk about, the motivation is to produce the best quality product possible mm-hmm. and to uh, to deliver the best customer experience possible. Right. If someone, you know, we deal in branded merchandise. If someone buys a shirt or a hat from us and they just, and, and it sits on their shelf because they hate how it feels and they don't like it and they don't like the look and so on and so forth, that's where we failed. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like mm-hmm. if, if I find out about that, I'm like, that, we told we totally missed it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I would one hundred percent let them send. I would yeah. I would send them a shipping yes, label. Yes, would. Back, yeah. I would yeah. pay them. <laughs> I would pay them to yeah. send it back and take it and give their money yeah. back because that's what it's all about, man. Mm-hmm. You know, when people when people start realizing that mm-hmm. that yes, I'm going to pay a few dollars more for this, and it's going to take a little longer to get to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because you guys are doing the embroidery. We're doing we're doing yeah. the, we're doing the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and and we're not dealing on a corporate scale, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which a lot, the majority of small business in America is in the same boat, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you go down to this oh, yeah. this small town restaurant or whatever. They're they're at the mercy of their suppliers. We're at the mercy of our suppliers, but they're made out of good people mm-hmm. that that want to provide something that's really great that and, you want to come back for. And, and to help you out, like I was saying, I think a lot more of uh, textiles and manufacturing is coming back to the states mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have access to a lot more American-made products that's going to really, you know, play into the hand of what you're trying to promote and do, yeah. you know. Right. And I think another thing that's really cool with that is uh, when people follow, like, let's say they're really bought into Farm focused, And so they, they follow you guys on Facebook. When they see you guys throw out a tweet of, your son enjoying a football game. You took him to an NFL game. Like they, they're, they know they had a little hand, and they may not know that or realize it, but they had a little hand in making that possible for sure by yeah. supporting your brand. They help create that smile and that experience for that kid. Yep. You know, and that's why that that's one of the things that makes a small town so fantastic for people that didn't get to grow up in one and experience it. It's not just your parents raising you. It's that entire town. It's mm-hmm. that community. Mm-hmm. It's it's just phenomenal to. Uh, to, you know, just think back on it and how good we had it and we didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Yep. Yeah, and it felt really good, like, when all these easy things started coming along and it was like, oh, shoot, I can get this now, I can get that now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you start realizing, yeah. oh, man, I sacrificed a lot of things. Yep, and I think people are becoming more awake to that. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. agree. Cool. Yeah, man. No, I, I hope, you know, just from this conversation that folks, uh, and I think a lot of people listening to this probably already realize that, but... 
support your local small businesses. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and I and I think the word local gets thrown a, around a lot, maybe a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a little biased because we're an online company, but we are a small business that if we're in Nebraska, mm-hmm. if you're in Idaho or Ohio or Georgia or wherever, mm-hmm. when you're buying stuff from us, you're supporting that local small town American business mm-hmm. that the money goes straight back to continuing to build the family and the community. I mean, yeah. the stuff that yeah. all these small businesses put their money into. Mm-hmm. So feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not that there's not... And you work your tail off to make that a reality. 100%. You know, so... And not that there's not good um, big companies. There are some, but just, just be smart, man. And not only that, um, we're talking about customer service. It's just a really interesting topic, how much that has changed, you know, from yeah. the days of yeah. how nice it was to go into the small town shop and, the, you know, go talk to that person and so on and so forth. Isn't it unbelievable? Like, I have zero expectation when I go through a fast food chain in order of, right. like, a number one like, or a number uh, two. Not probably only, not like, going to get that. I not don't only. even know. I, like, <laughs> all I'm looking for is please give me a sandwich and fries. <laughs> what she just said, not only do you have zero expectation, but you actually have negative expectation <laughs> absolutely yeah. you're like yeah. oh they're probably gonna mess this up but hopefully they don't yeah. mess it up enough to where it's something that i don't like yeah. hopefully it's just a diet soda rather than the regular and hopefully right. it's just a sandwich that i can stomach yeah you know? like i ordered a burger and i'm gonna get a chicken sandwich yeah. i still kind of like chicken but you know Cow. Yeah. yeah but yeah that that's where that's yeah. so true we didn't even talk about that that whole genre yeah. yeah obviously go to your local restaurants my god please <laughs> right right 100%. oh funny yeah, cool. All right, guys. You well, I hope people up. enjoyed it. You're awake? I'm a little no? bit more awake. Still All a little right. sleepy, but maybe it's the hangover. You think it's the hangover? <laughs> no, I didn't drink that much. Might have been that white claw. Yeah, Regular. might have. Hair of the dog? There we go. All right, well, okay. let's sign off here and have another white claw. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I'm not having one. I didn't drink those. Yeah, that's oh, right. right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, I'm going to hit it. Peace. Appreciate Later. it. We'll see you.